Hi everyone, uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us Miss Kanika Tekriwal, who is the founder of Jet Set Co, uh, which currently manages and operates India's largest private jet and helicopter fleet. Uh, hi Kanika, welcome to ELI. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I would uh, request you to introduce yourself to our audience, please. So I'm Kanika Tekriwal, as uh, you know, you were just told, I run Jet Set Go. Um, we're uh, an operator as well as a management company of private jets and helicopters. Our end goal ultimately is to enable the fastest possible connectivity from point A to point B. Okay. Uh, Kanika, before we start talking about Jet Set Go, uh, would love to know your background as an entrepreneur. And prior to entrepreneurship, uh, what are the different steps that you did uh, and what are the different events in your life that led to entrepreneurship? I think, uh, you know, uh, I always wanted to be, I mean, this word entrepreneur is now very considered very uh, fancy and, you know, yeah, entrepreneurship is cool, startup is cool. But to put it in simple terms, you know, I always knew I wanted to run my own business. I belong to a Marwari business family where, um, you know, I think uh, all I've seen is people running businesses, big building them, making them very successful. And I was always very clear from a very young age that, you know, at some point I do want to run my own business and be my own um, creator, create my own, um, you know, values, instill my own systems. Mm -hmm. And uh, I started working at a very early age. So I started working when I was about 16 and a half or so with the corporate. I used to, um, you know, go to work and uh, skip college, which I wouldn't advise anyone to do in hindsight. But uh, yeah. And uh, since then, then I started, I worked for a company in the UK and then I came back and I was sick for about a year. And that's when the idea of, you know, starting Jet Set Go struck me and I started it and it's been um, really cool since then, yeah. Uh, speaking of Jet Set Go, uh, tell us what is the exact problem that you are solving through your venture? So, you know, I don't think businesses solve problems. And I think anyone who starts a startup thinking that uh, your business needs to solve a problem is probably not right. Apple didn't solve a problem by creating the Facebook, creating mm. the, sorry, creating the iPhone or creating the AirPods. Nor did uh, Facebook solve a problem by, uh, you know, creating Facebook. Nor did Instagram solve a problem. I think businesses are about creating value, you know, creating, bringing ease of life and bringing people together primarily mm -hmm. and uh, or changing the way we live life. And I think that's exactly what you know I've been wanting to do. I believe travel is a very integral part of our lives. And it's not going to change with as much technology that may come in. You've got FaceTime, Zoom, WebEx, e-meets, I don't know, Signal, yeah. WhatsApp video calls, all of that. But that doesn't take away the need to physically see someone or meet mm -hmm. someone, you know, whether it's to sign a deal or whether it's to, I don't know, um, you know, hug your mother or whatever it is. So mm -hmm. I think... Um, what we set out to do as uh, as such was create a business that not create a business but create a product that enables the fastest possible connectivity from point a to point b and it's always been the goal you know get people enable a businessman to visit five factories in one day enable the government to do its job enable politicians to do their job that is what our um, role has always been got you and how are you doing that with your venture uh, what are the different services and products that you have built? So I think our first main offering, obviously, is private jets and helicopters, which enable you to travel from anywhere to any, anywhere, literally in the world. 
um, you know, within a few clicks. Apart from that, we have something called empty legs where we sell private jets at a fraction of the cost. Then uh, it's called jet steals, if I'm right. And um, then we have you know, a lot of religious pilgrimages where we enable uh, people who are older, etc., to use helicopters to visit Chardham. And we do a lot of emergency response and rescue services. Say if someone's had an accident or an incident or is unwell in a far-flung area, we provide air ambulances and um, other services to let them um, travel back to better medical means. And going forward, our main goal is to enable EV tolls, which is, you know, enable um, intra-city transport, where say if you live in Bangalore from electronic city to the airport, you should be able to travel there within 10 minutes at the price of an Uber. Mm. Okay. Uh, then would love to explore uh, how does the commercials work out in, in this particular industry we are operating. Uh, what are the different business models? I'm sorry. What are the different revenue models that we have? And uh, what, what are the typical commissions or uh, profits that we make uh, on our different uh, activities? So it really depends on business to business, right? You can't say um, that one cement company is making the same profit as another cement company or there's nothing typical. It's about how you build the business, how you grow the business and what value you want to create. Do you want to create value? Do you want to create profit? Do you want to create both, etc.? So there's no secret formula. It's all. It all depends on the entrepreneur. Our goal, like I said, is to enable the fastest possible connectivity from point A to point B, and that's what we focus on the most. Okay. Uh, you said uh, the purpose of a business is to create value and uh, to change the way uh, we live our life or uh, do certain things. So that is essentially creating delta. Uh, taking the human life from one place to another. So having said that, uh, uh, I would love to ask you or uh, I would love to know why travel as a as a venture? What is your inclination or why, why did you choose to start with travel? You know, I think that's where my heart was always. I wanted to become a pilot first. And then I, when I didn't become, when I didn't do what I wanted to do to become a pilot, I decided to run planes, which in hindsight was the best idea. And uh, I think, you know, I'm an entrepreneur by heart. So it's not particularly about travel or particularly about um, airplanes or whatever. I found, by, I thought I could contribute and I believe I can contribute the maximum to the space which is why I'm in this space right now. If I find that I can create more value somewhere else, I hope to move on there. You know, I, I believe it's about finding the right spot, finding what you can do best. Mm -hmm. Most times you can't, um, you shouldn't, or you, you shouldn't, I would say, um, you know, create, do things. A lot of times people say that you should be passionate about something and uh, very deep about something. But, uh, you know, what I personally believe is that Yes, you should be passionate about whatever you do, but it's not necessary that if you love clothes, you'll make a great fashion designer. Or if you love um, shoes, you'll make, you know, you'll make a great shoe designer. I think it's more about you know, being able to think programmatically and to being able to you know, provide the right um, value in a chain, in a system where each building block enables the other building block. To give you a simple example, you know, Mintra was founded by Mukesh Bansal. He didn't know anything about fashion, but he knew about product, he knew about customer service, he knew about UI, UX. So I think it's about, you know, where can you add value in what you do? What sort of uh, um, entrepreneur are you? What, 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 what are you good at the most? Mm. Got you. Uh, would love to know about the early days of... Uh... Um, starting Jet Set Go 
and uh, why i'm asking is uh, basically we want to learn uh, how does a business start what are the different processes involved in the initial days so can you tell us how did you what was the initial hypothesis how did you go about it did you do a market research first and how do you assemble a team and how did you fund your operation initially so you know, i think uh, personally speaking i don't believe that any um, product or any customer uh, comes ready to you right so even when i started this business what i thought and what i'm doing is completely different you know we thought we'll create india's largest marketplace for private jets but when our first flight was booked the plane never turned up because the service provider never um, he walked out at the last moment mm. uh, in giving on uh, his promise to give the aircraft so i personally believe that um, you know no amount of market research can teach you real life lessons and how we built the businesses you know we built our business from our customers learnings so slowly so i realized okay the marketplace is not going to work what do i need to do i need to get into aircraft management i need to start owning my own airplanes and i never really uh, you know shied away from doing what i thought the market really required i was very clear about that mm-hmm. and um, i think that's what you know being an entrepreneur requires i don't think any entrepreneur has a gazillion dollars to do market research and you know hire had 2000 people and listen until the way deep pockets they sold a business prior etc mm-hmm. i personally believe that when you're starting round up you have to be frugal you have to struggle to get where you are and for that you need to go and ask your potential customers do you think you use this product you know do a lot of testing mm-hmm. i have i was one person running the entire company for 6 7 months i used to answer the phone with different names do everything myself So, and over a period of time we built a team you know as the need came for people etc etc i you know great businesses aren't built out of fancy offices having more people than you require you have to be frugal you have to be very wise with you, the way you spend the limited money that you have and i personally believe you have to aim at you know getting 2 dollars out of every 1 dollar that you spend and moving forward okay uh, uh, you spoke about uh, customer research and all uh, th- can you tell us how did you find your first customer or how did you go about acquiring customers for your venture i think i just spoke to every single person who i thought you know could be find me a customer or could be a customer and they led to you know one closing you have to be very proud of the product you create you have to talk as much as possible you won't have big marketing budgets sales budgets even till now that's it was marketing budgets are minimal you know we don't advertise anywhere we don't do hard sales so i personally believe that word of mouth is the best initially especially when you're starting out speak to as many people as you can in your universe you've got so much social media now etc and you'll eventually find your first customer okay what are the different challenges that you have faced so far while building and growing this venture i think you know that whenever anyone asks me this i always what i've realized is there's no um, real challenge that i've ever faced every day is a new normal more or less and uh, i think you know things that seemed like a problem 5 years ago right now are normal i mean the daily occurrences so nothing um, substantial yeah okay um tell us about uh, recruitment and hiring how did you assemble a team where did you find them how did you motivate uh, motivate them to join you and you know become part of your venture and believe in your vision um and yeah how did you also retain them um tell us about it so you know i always uh, talk about this all the time that it's 
this era currently is about ethical leadership you know it's you're not a leader you're not a founder you're not a ceo if your only goal is to sell the business xyz dollars or to an ipo at xyz dollars or make so much profit i think gone are the days when companies were only driven by um, money i think what's very important right now in today's world is to be extremely ethical honest and integral with your business and i think that's what comes into play when your teams are concerned you know so initially it was always by word of mouth and i'm proud to say that you know 7 years ago a lot of people used to worry about joining jetset go and they used to be like oh my god this is a small company should i join should i not today everyone wants to join jetset go and how do you get from that point to this point is by always looking after your people you know i believe uh, in any business it's the people that make the business you know you can have the best product the best marketing the best sales the best consumers but if you don't have a great team who believes in you who you know works with you to enable your goals and objectives it's not going to happen mm. and i think that's what's very very uh, important so as a founder i think i always paid a lot of attention to ensuring i take care of my people be i've always been very human to them you know i don't shy away from showing my emotions i think having an emotional quotient and ceo as a founder as a leader is extremely important in um, today's era and uh, it's just on the basis of that slowly step by step we've built a team we've got some of the best people in the industry and outside the industry working for us and there's no dearth of talent for us to hire achi you said uh, when you started you started with a uh, with a different model of business than uh, what you are doing right now so the, i'm assuming you would have gone through a pivot of uh, business model so can you tell us about it what are the different pivots that you have done you know like I'm- earlier earlier we started off as a marketplace then we became a management company and now we own our own aircrafts and we've done that as the market has demanded for us to do it okay um any sort of growth hacks that you have uh, discovered along the way uh, through which you acquired customers without spending a lot of money you know again i think there's nothing called hacking in the world of business and uh, with a lot of fun you know terms like pivot growth hacks all of these have become very trendy right now but mm-hmm. what is a growth hack according to me a growth hack is making your product the best damn product out there then you don't need to do sales you don't need to do marketing people will use your product talk about your product and sell your product i always say invest every marketing dollar that you can into the customer you know um, make your customer service better i think customer service is key to growth after sales is key to growth i'll give you a simple example you know there's a company called bliss club which i wanted to order track pants from i loved their product the first time now i ordered some then a second time i wanted to order more but mm. their customer service was so poor i was facing some issues online where they would just not respond to me with what i wanted or respond correctly and you know that i just that i just decided i'm not going to use these products anymore i mean what the hell so what happened instead of growing and getting a repeat order they lost that customer who's never going to come back to them again and i think that's the biggest growth hack you can any customer any founder can implement in their business make sure your customer service is bang on as a founder you should be involved in customer service every single day i still answer customers calls i still interact with customers every day just to understand how i can make my product better the second thing i always say is that you know you've got to solve customer problems at the right time if you can't solve them if you made a mistake pick up the phone and say sorry there's no bigger growth hack than that you know the moment you apologize to a customer for doing something wrong that customer is going to go and tell 10 positive stories about you so in essence according to me if you don't want to say spend money on sales and marketing customer word of mouth is the only way your products going to sell 
and you know while of course for mass products digital media social media all of that is there but all of that require requires a certain spend to reach mm. a certain audience but i always believe if you've got 100 champions talking about your product that is the best publicity you can get even paid publicity cannot get you that so you know inspire your consumers so much that they want to talk about you that they want to share your success they they want to tell your story and no one's going to be able to give you a better secret formula than this gotcha uh as an entrepreneur you tend to make uh, a lot of decisions uh, throughout your journey and uh, you take a lot of initiatives uh, not every initiative uh, results in a success some some end up being a failure as well so can you tell us uh, during your jet set go journey what are some of the biggest failures that uh, you have gone through you know i think um, i failed more in my personal life and professional life i think professionally you've done a great job apart from you know maybe not taking a couple of customers very seriously but i think um, in a personal life as an entrepreneur you go through these cycles where you're not able to give enough time to your family to your health to yourself and i think those are very critical points for any founder to keep in mind if i could go back and you know start giving some time to my health prioritizing my own self i would probably do that what is the meaning of entrepreneurship for you how do you define the term entrepreneur i think it's very simple creating value that's it okay and uh, my final question for you uh, there are a lot of uh, entrepreneurs who are uh, who will be listening to this episode so what would you say are some of the lessons that you have learned so that the listeners who are also entrepreneurs can take away those learnings and maybe you know apply to their ventures and their lives as well i think so many lessons i think one of my key lessons have been that you've got to be your biggest believer you've got to be your biggest motivator you have to be your biggest biggest encourager you know if if you don't believe in yourself then there is nobody in the world who's going to come in and instill that belief and do things for you you know you have to make things happen for you if you believe in yourself the universe believes in you so i think self belief self motivation self confidence are very key to being a founder there're going to be a lot of days where you'll be low where you'll feel bad where you won't feel like waking up but you have to push yourself to get out there get up and go conquer the world i think that's a very very important thing and apart from that i think um, you know you'll hear a lot of no's throughout your life i remember since you're small no don't touch this no don't go there no don't do this i think it's up to you as an entrepreneur to turn every no into a yes and use it as a stepping stone to success every no should only make you stronger more determined to achieve what you want to and then there's nothing in the world that can stop you from achieving your dreams got you well on this note i think uh, we have uh, come to the uh, um, end of the session thanks for your time kanika and it was a great pleasure to have you on our platform thank you so much and i have a great day bye bye